Dear reader, please mark the date of this entry. I want you to know that I'm acutely aware that it is 25 years since one of the all-time great Sad Boy albums was released. Radiohead's OK Computer, and some of their biggest fans are going to write about it in glowing terms. You may well have already read a Guardian article or retrospective, Perfect 10, Pitchfork review about it. Well, I'm getting in on this too. Alas, I won't provide quite the same glowing reference delivered as objective truth. Unlike others, I will declare my bias up front. Truth is, anyone between the ages of 13 and 30 years in the late 1990s middle-class Great Britain knew of at least one person in their friendship group who was obsessed with Radiohead. Reader, I was that person. Nevertheless, I believe that to keep an open mind, you must be willing to revise your opinions of your heroes downwards whenever the evidence, or your true feelings, demands, which is what makes me, a lapsed Radiohead fan, the perfect person to deliver a sober assessment of the group's third album, a quarter of a century on. And I must confess, I had no justification for my obsession. Nobody at the Guardian will tell you this because they are also the person, I hear it's basically an essential criterion for getting a job there. For all his bullshit, when Noel Gallagher responded to the question whether or not there's a hierarchy of great British rock bands in an Esquire interview by saying, I'm aware that Radiohead have never had a fucking bad review. I reckon if Tom York fucking shit into a light bulb and started blowing it like an empty beer bottle it'd probably get 9 out of 10 in fucking mojo. He was essentially right, because that is what York's debut solo album sounded like, if we're honest about it. But to stick to the point reader, you deserve an honest assessment of why OK Computer attracts the sorts of people who end up writing for Mojo and The Guardian for it truly is an influential work. It's self-released 25 years on from the album critics consider it to stand in the shadow of Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. It marked a watershed moment in the sad boy canon, the likes of which had few obvious comparisons before the 1990s. Joy Division and the Smiths can stake a genealogical claim, perhaps. Less self-loathing than US acts like Nine Inch Nails, Less overtly angstite than the likes of Nirvana, somehow more grown up in its introspection than the Smashing Pumpkins, yet a little less abstruse than, say, Tool, Radiohead's nerdy, neurotic, semi-preppy vibe. The English grammar school system is uniquely positioned to produce this sort of alumni for its new directions in sad boy music. Sure. With Creep they captured the essence of complained rock, as Alicia Silverstone's character in Clueless dubbed it and they mastered it on sophomore effort the bands. But for OK Computer, Radio had managed to lay a template of sonic sorrow that for better or worse marked them apart from their Britpop contemporaries, spawned endless hordes of sad Ladakh saping their style, the drastic change in Andy Hacks Travis's songs between their first and second albums is perhaps the clearest example of how fashionable their song had become and you can trace a clear line through to today's sad boy princes, such as Bon Iver, Frank Ocean, and James Blake, sorry James, I'm referring to the atmosphere of your songs, 
Not your feelings. Please don't hate me. You keep doing you. I love your work and I'm very happy for you and Jamila Jamil. They also managed to possess the hearts and minds of male musos who thought or think of themselves, even if no one else does, as sad, sensitive, often to criticism rather than to others' feelings and serious about things, the right things, of course, and not enough people know that, which is why they are sad. But enough about what Radiohead represent and how their reputation is determined by the profile of their typical fan base. On the music itself, enough ink has been spilt over the conditions which yielded the work, but beyond the immaculate digital production that coined the album's sound, OK Computer's Guelph tracks proved that the group could craft sophisticated and melodic, albeit exhaustingly melancholic woe is me in the world, out rock songs. That might sound unremarkable, but it's still an achievement considering they were at a tricky crossroads in their careers, with distribution labels slashing forecast sales ahead of the album's release. They were put at ease when OK Computer topped the charts in the UK, and made radio had a major enough act to tour the sorts of arena-sized venues that nearly broke them down in the process. Such is the price of commercial success. What the album isn't, though, is some kind of daring avant-garde masterpiece. Not even close. It's not out there, no guitar-based music was saved or pushed forward several years. It's not the most important album since sliced bread. It's at the vanguard of nothing. I blame those male musos for banging on about it. Some people should have known better. It's not the deep. It is a fine alt-rock album, nothing more, and there's nothing wrong with that. And while I forget when I last listened to it, there's little point when you can recite the entire album off by heart still, I do retain a soft spot for the minor key synths, chiming guitars and York's unmatched sad boy whale. revisited the album to compare my feelings for it as a teenager with that of my today self, track by track. Here goes. 1. Airbag. Teenage Me sounds very cool, but in a different way from Planet Telex opening the bands, which also sounded very cool. They are so cool at sounding cool in so many cool ways. Cool. Smiling face with heart-shaped eyes. Love the reggae-like, dip in, dip out, baseline. It's fresh, it's new, it's hip, it really is like I am born again. And Tom York's voice soars so beautifully, 
He really is back to save the universe of rock music. I'm glad he's back. Thanks to that German airbag, was he in a car accident? Today me, still love the bassline. It's an incredibly efficient groove. A strong opener, you definitely know they've got themselves a new sound. So fair play for achieving that. Tom York's singing sounds pretty assured too. The band sound like they've got over whatever hurdles that confronted them. 2. Paranoid Android Teenage me, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, what a sound. This is my song. This says so much about my life. I'm sad and introspective and angry and moody and cynical but also cultured and terribly misunderstood. Mid-sections in 7-4, of course, because Radiohead are better than other bands, Oasis could never. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, just when I thought the song couldn't get any better. So much sadness. Rye, I ain't down. Rye, I ain't down. Come on, Rye, I ain't down on me. Tom York knows how I feel. What an anthem. Get your lighters out. Ladies and gentlemen, I do not smoke. Today me, they wanna pretend they hate progressive rock, but this is kinda proggy, like how Queen's Night at the Opera had prog cuts on it. British rock acts can't get away with having songs with this many changes without getting the label, sorry. On another note, I can afford a lighter now, but I'm still not getting one. 3. Subterranean Homesick Alien Teenage Me, isn't there a song that has a title like this? Never mind I wish I wrote this song, Tom's really telling me what people are about, yes we're all uptight. I want to play this chorus's guitars too, with this many notes in it, you can tell this song was meticulously put together. Today me, a very neat song, very precisely played. I still want to play those guitar parts. Love anytime Johnny Greenwood makes a guitar sound like something else. Dreamy. I still wish I'd written this song. 4. Exit Music for a Film Teenage Me sounds like something from a dark and disturbing musical. Ooh, electric guitars have kicked in. Sounds a bit like Portis had in places.
that big car receipts away so quickly. Tom's feeling a bit better here. We hope that you choke. Who wrong him? I feel wrong too. You go get him, Tom. Today me, well-made song, compositionally, takes you on a journey. Quite melodramatic. I say that in the most neutral way possible. You've got to be in a mood to listen to this. That I was able to unironically explains a lot about my teenage years. Lord forgive me. 5. Let Down Teenage me. Collapsing, falling, bouncing back. One day I'm going to grow wings. A chemical reaction, hysterical and useless. I feel you, sir. I know exactly what you mean. Reader, I don't. Today me, this might be the song I like the least, but it has a good reputation. I never heard a bad word about this song that didn't come from my own mouth. I just don't know what to make of the foray into psychedelia. I haven't got any strong feelings about it. 6. Karma Police Teenage me, where's my lighter again? I feel another sad boy sing song coming along. Yes, this is what you get when you mess with the authorities. Yes, we are powerless. Yes, I do sometimes lose myself. But it's only because I'm angry and tired at the world. Just like you, Tom. Today me. I was far too old when I realized that elements of this song reference the Beatles' Sexy Sadie. Not that it bothers me now, the piano riffs are neatly repurposed. If you'd told my teenage self though, I likely would have assaulted you while loudly proclaiming, how dare you insult Radiohead. They make the most original music ever. They invent new chords. How dare you sully their name. The video suits this song perfectly. Miserable, and ultimately cryptically oppressive. This is what you get, indeed. Interesting song form, the switch sounds a bit forced, like the work of someone who didn't know where to take the song after the second chorus, but it appears to have had no negative effect on the song's reputation. 7. Fitter. Happier. More productive, comfortable, not drinking too much, regular exercise at the gym, three days a week, getting on better with your associate employee contemporaries, at ease, eating well, 
No more microwave dinners and saturated fats. A patient better driver. A safer Teenage me. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. What wisdom is this? Pragmatism, not idealism. Will not cry in public. I pledge to live this life as closely to the letter as I can. This man has a Jordan Peterson-like hold on me. Today me, I'm still a sucker for sad boy spoken word. I reckon I could still play this on piano, at a push. 8. Electioneering Me, riot shields, voodoo economics, damn right. They all lie to you, these politicians. They won't get my vote. Reader, they did. F asterisk CK the IMF though. Today, me. Kinda do a rave up at this point in the album, though to be fair, this album is so tonally consistent that this still fits in the overall soundscape. Nice to have an aggressive sounding guitar solo to finish off too. Nine, climbing up the walls. Teenage me, this is so deep, so meaningful. Life really is this bad. This is truth. Today me. I really bought that one-way ticket to slow creepy semi-suicidal sadness, didn't I? Oh, it's inspired in part by the mental health of serial killers? Cool, cool, why did no one tell me about this at the time? I did not listen to this song in a detached and dispassionate frame of mind, I'll need to detox with some Stevie Wonder or something. 10. No Surprises Teenage me, this is a tune, with the requisite negativity, of course. Bring down the government, they don't, they don't speak for us. I will make my friends play this song with me, we've got a couple glockenspiels at school, we can make this work. Today me, I'd take that quiet life today with no alarms and no surprises. 
It's a very neat sad boy pop. They definitely know how to make them. This is it. This is my jam. Today me, the formal perfection of this song is definitely the envy of guitar singer-songwriters. The seamless shift from a relatively quiet E minor key in the verse to majestically loud B minor key chorus, rounded off with a neat coda ending on the B7 chord, they're just showing off now. Teenage me, did you know the bulk of this song is in 9-8? I am a very intellectual person, just like them. I could fit into this band, I'm sure of it. I'm sure they'd appreciate that I observe details like that. And I'm not even old enough to take the music GCSE yet. Classic form, power ballad in a relatively odd time signature. Typical radio had to indulge in mildly perverse pursuits. It still sounds glassy though, right down to the triangle ping at the very end. It's a strong ending to their most coherent album, for sure. Many rock bands would be proud of making something like this. 